Blog Talk Radio. Yo! Sitting with us under the Anukai tree. I'm Jip Jack. And I'm sitting here with our illustrious mixed site, our producer. Hey guys, how you doing? So today we're talking about integrity. This is our second part of integrity. Integrity is something that we can talk about forever, considering it's so lacking in the world. Mm. But from an integrity place, I'm gonna let y'all know a nigga tie. So all the energy. I'm most likely going to just throw facts in your face and the emotion will probably come out rather bluntly. So forgive me in advance for not saying it funny and if it sounds mean, <laughs> but it is what it is. And trust me, the passion is not hate. It's just passion. Um. So before we get into the show, I just want to mention to you guys, don't forget to look us up on um. Spotify podcast, Apple podcast. Um, we're also on YouTube and we'll probably have an IG coming soon. I'm not making any promises, but you can definitely catch us on YouTube. You can catch us on Apple and Spotify. Our call-in number for tonight is 914-205-5458. So if you have any questions or comments or just really want to like pick our brains about anything, you can call us. Again, that number is 914 914- Two oh five five four five eight. Um, and let's get it started. So, there's there's so much <laughs> that you know we're gonna try to fit it into this into this hour. Um, but I guess let's get started with Colin Kaepernick. Oh, you want to start there? Yeah. Okay. Um, I feel like this man is really doing his very best to give us a lesson in integrity every chance he gets a platform to speak any chance he gets to be seen. And, you know, um, (laughs) Spike Lee and a a bunch of people definitely have OD'd about this, but, you know, biracial people or um, this Also, they recognize that their privilege with Mm. their proximity to whiteness allots them certain leniencies. So you have to make your position clear. Right. Someone of a darker hue, less mixed, (laughs) you know, less obviously mixed, 
then Colin um, might not have even been offered the opportunity to play again after taking a knee in the first place. So let's start there, right? Now, we could read him for even giving a fuck about playing football anymore whatsoever, right? And say that the level of integrity that he has is somewhat dwindled by the fact that he even um, is approaching them for an opportunity to play again and, and understanding the, the oppression that the NFL has put on our people from the jump. Why are you even going in to this league again? Right. But he doesn't have the means of production to start his own league. So, and it was always his lifelong dream to be a football player. So there's no reason why he should then give that up when, you know, most of you think that the, shit can be changed from the inside anyway so why should he be any different um i just want to run through briefly um what is going on with him just in case people don't know um so basically um this workout for the nfl was set up for colin kaepernick um we're not sports people i've never heard of something like this and um it's not, like, really a common thing, but, like, it is a common thing where, like, free agents, the NFL basically gets to, like, see them play and, like, coaches and things, um, and, and people of authority over the teams will come out and see them and maybe pick, you know, some second or third, like, third stringers to pull out from, like, the open market. Um... So they were going to do that for Colin Cop of uh, Colin Cop and F. Wow. Colin Kaepernick. Yep. And <laughs> you got to say it. <laughs> you can't say that in a Brooklyn accent. It don't work. I was trying to like eliminate the K's and it was like, it doesn't work. Anyway. Um, <laughs> um, all right. So they're going to do this workout. Um, and they have this onus waiver which they tried to present as a common onus waiver um, that is standard in sort of these things that the NFL operates in, especially dealing with free agents. But when him and his lawyers looked over it, there were certain additions and, like, stipulations where there would be no press, no cameras. He couldn't talk about it. He couldn't talk about... It was basically like an NDA. It was basically like a non-disclosure. Right. And... In addition to that, he would waive his right to sue based on discrimination in signing this waiver. And the addendum to this waiver was also that this this workout was not a promise of employment in any means. Um, and so he basically said, "Fuck that! Like I'm here in Atlanta." I'm going to work out at this park. Like, I'm telling y'all where I'm at. Like, you want to come see me? And the press and, like, bloggers came out and, like, filmed him and got it on video. And, like, his team sent it out to all the coaches. And he basically told the coaches, don't be scared to hire me just because, like, you know, they're speaking ill of me. Like, I'm here. Like, I've been ready for three years. Like, I'm working out in shape. He did, like, ran through the whole workout. His people sent it out to them. So they got it either way. It just wasn't through the hands of the NFL and integrity in which 
Well, it it speaks to his integrity being on high because he knows his worth and is not going to accept just anything, right? So yeah, he's got this dream. Yeah, he's got this dream um, to to firstly be. Caller, we see you. We see you. We'll be right there. Um, He's got this dream to be in the NFL. He's got this dream to play football professionally, but he's not. Um, so invested in that dream that he's willing to drop his ideals or drop his self-worth, okay? So that is essentially the the first part of integrity. You have these dreams, absolutely, but if you can't make your dreams work for your brother on the come-up or your son, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, the last, you know what I'm saying? All these niggas is my sons, right? If you can't make, if your steps don't make the next steps easier for your son, knowing that we are in the oppressed party, then your integrity is lacking. All right, so caller ending in eight four seven six. You're on live with us now. Hey, hey. And who me? are we speaking to Yeah, we here. This is Christopher from. Um, so I'm in California. Okay, Chris. Hey, so I'm calling in because something struck a nerve with me with um, the whole colon um, situation. Why do you want to become a part of a system that we already know is there to oppress us, is there to keep us in a box? You know, my whole issue with colon is, you know, the kneeling is great, but once you kneel, that's it. Time's up for everything. You get where I'm coming from? For sure. That was my that was my first point. I don't know if it came on, but that was definitely my first point. You know, some would say, like, you call yourself a man of integrity if you're indeed still trying to enter this industry, you know? Um, yeah, but you're again, still playing the matrix. Right. But, again, so many of us, actors, singers, dancers, you know what I'm saying? Like, so many of us, if we got a deal that looks pretty damn good, you know what I'm saying? Like, with all the problems that we see in the entertainment industry, with all the problems we see in all the rest of the industries head by whiteness, most of us would take that damn deal, you know what I'm saying? Because we spent so much time um, learning how to be so amazing in our craft that, you know what I'm saying, we could get such a And in our adulthood, learn that the shits were fucked up. And yes, you can curse on that. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Learned that yeah, the shit was And then, you know what I'm saying? Like, decided to try our best to do the indie route. But shit, if somebody wants to buy us in, then nine times out of ten, we would still take that chance, you know? I, I think yeah. I think the one thing that makes Collins, um, Collins' um, actions a little bit more um, integrity-leaning than many people would have is that he just really didn't like he he didn't let them um he didn't let them kind of hardball him on the terms. You know what I'm saying? He mm-hmm. was like, I'm not following y'all terms. You know what I'm saying? Like he's he's not so invested in getting into this industry that he's willing to bow down and give them everything that they want. You know what I'm saying? You're right, you're right. I agree with everything you're saying. I, Me being one of those people who would take the, you know, I'm an artist and I would take the deal. But, you know, in saying that, I also I also understand that in all of that, I need to do some soul searching too because, you know, ultimately if I know that I'm facing some demons, you know, and I choose those demons that I'm facing or I'm choosing those things that I'm, you know, sacrificing in order to, you know, reach, in order to 
get in. You know, um, I think that, you know, all of us meet those those areas or those times where we, you know, our integrity is is a question. And this is a really, you know, thin line dealing with an industry that, you know, most of our young black boys, they they end up getting, you know, concussions. They don't end up getting into the the industry completely and you know, brain damage and all these types of things and you know, just for me, once I take the stand, I'm done. I don't want to play your game anymore. But right. you know, it's it's really complicated because it is, you know, who else has a has a has a league for black folks? Right. Exactly. Whereas, like, you know, as as an artist, like, we have all kinds of outlets for our art, you know what I'm saying? Like, just with the internet, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can do all kinds YouTube. of shit. You know right. Whether it blows up or not, you know what I'm saying? You at least, you know and please share this with your friends, by the way. Right, for integrity's sake. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, right. you know, that being, that being said, it's like, you know, like, again, you go on YouTube or I could put my shit on SoundCloud or, you know what I'm saying, whatever have you, you know what I'm saying? If I'm an artist, I just gotta post it on like, a visual artist. I just gotta post it on Instagram, and whether it gets an Instagram mm-hmm. or a bunch of um, activity or not, we still got the opportunity to express that thing. Where's he gonna express being mm-hmm. a professional football player on the field with niggas who are just like playing because like they like football a little bit? No, he's gonna demolish them. It's not even gonna be fun. You know what I'm saying? So like he doesn't mm-hmm. even really out that besides the NFL to do what he's trained his whole life to do. You know, right? It is it's a really thin line. You know, like I respect the way he's going about it. Although I still agree with what you're saying initially. Like, there's no, there's there there's 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 a little bit of integrity lacking there that you're even seeking. And I think one of the people that are to blame are some of the people that say um, they're upset with him, or somebody people have said they're upset with him. Jay Z. No, no one's heard mm-hmm. from Jay Z directly, but people are like, "Oh, Jay Z is tight." Da 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 da, and they're surmising that he's upset. Um, Jay Z wouldn't have a right to allegedly. be upset, right? It's, it's all alleged. He wouldn't, but say he was, he wouldn't have a right to be upset if he if he doesn't have he doesn't have a right to be upset for the simple fact that he's selling out his damn self. You know what I'm saying? Like he right, is out right. buying into an industry that wouldn't take how um, um Kaepernick as he is. So. Right. The one person in the situation that does have the means of production to start at least a minor league that would have some kind of major backing is out here mm-hmm. trying to play with the, the white majors instead of creating his own league. So well, he might he need would, to talk to Master P. <laughs> hello. Hello. <laughs> but you know, ultimately, I think that these are really, really serious times and you know, the decisions that we make have to be intentional in every way, especially being public figures. And, you know, people are going to have their opinions just like I just had mine. But I think that when Oprah said time's up, I took that seriously for everything, including her bullshit. So, you know, and my own. So, you know, I'm just waiting for the time where we really snap into it and like stop playing chess and just knock over the whole, the whole board. It's time to just bogart this shit, but all in all, thanks for letting me call in. (laughs) Thank you for calling in. He's an amazing guest. Okay. We're (laughs) going to see you later. 
If you if you hear anything else, right. call back. We don't care how many times you, you got to hear your voice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, peace, Chris. Yeah, I mean, everything well said. Like, again, the same thing to me, like, we can say it in as many adages and metaphors and as we want, you know, knock over the chessboard instead of playing the game with them. Break the table. That is us. We are the table. So we are considering, again, this move that Catherine place is a seeking of a seat at a table that was built upon your back. Was built upon the backs of him and his ancestors. So if we stop trying to get a seat at the table that is us and move ourselves over to some place and actually walk our asses instead of being bent over with somebody stuck on our back, you know what I'm saying? With niggas eating and writing plans and shit on our back, we could fucking get some shit done. You know, it's hard. Now here's the here's the thing that makes it difficult for me. It's hard person of integrity we were talking about this with our own careers um, earlier today it's hard to be a person of integrity when there's no community that is backing integrity up right you can't be a person that's maintaining integrity when there's nobody in the community that's going to hire your integrity that's going to Support your integrity with a share, with a like, et cetera. Thank you, everybody who shares this. Thank you, everybody who's tuning in. Thank you so much, everybody who's liked this. Thank you, everyone who's following us on Spotify. Again, thank you, Chris, for calling in. Any guests that will call in in the future and have called in in the past, thank you so much. Because without you, there's no way that we can maintain integrity and to a place where this is monetized, okay? Capitalism requires an audience in order for it to work. And integrity is not getting no audiences. So mm. end of the day, yeah, we all love that Kaepernick. But who's paying Kaepernick so that he can continue to take knees? Who's paying Kaepernick to do what it is that he's going to do? Not anybody with no black money. Y'all niggas are still watching the NFL. So it's not even like y'all have boycotted it enough to take your money and your attention elsewhere. Yeah, y'all should be able to watch football. Yeah, absolutely. But you should also be able to watch football that's not based in slavery and oppression. Okay? So moving on, because we're trying to get to everybody. Lord have mercy. I'm just, it's, it's, so, it's so much, guys. Let's just go. Let's, um... Who do we even jump in on? Let's go. Okay. We'll save the best for last. Okay. As as it were. Kanye. <laughs> I have one thing to say about this phrase that he put out that he's the best artist, the, the greatest artist. Oh my god. The, the fucking, greatest Christian artist, the God has ever created. The fucking Trumpism. <laughs> like I can't the not, whoa. The whoa. The whoa. The woe. the woe there of the of the Kanye West. So you're trying to tell me you a better Christian artist than the uh, Mighty Clouds of Joy? Than the Tri City singer? You a better Christian artist than Leandria Johnson? You ain't got the oil Leandria got. You not as anointed as Leandria. And I ain't even I ain't Christian for nobody. I got Christian ancestors, and they and and my ancestors jumped for an oily ass um, performer. You ain't oily, bro. I'm sorry. Let's not, snake let's oily. not do this. This is real, snake oily. This is real snake oily. This is real trollish. This is real. I'm going to come up on this, like, Cartman Christian, but, like, all you got to do is change, like, the babies to Jesus. To Jesus. <laughs> and, and that's South what Park. I feel like Kanye is, is, is really doing right now. And I'm just like, 
people are falling for it. Like he's 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 pandering definitely to a certain audience and getting this coin because you heard how much this nigga was in debt and this is untapped money. I don't know any black people that Yahweh's system actually works for. <sighs> that Yahweh's system actually <laughs> works for that is fucking with this Kanye shit. You know what I'm saying? Um there's there's two, I know I know enough black Christians to, to, to have a pulse on black Christendom, you know what I'm saying? To a to a degree. But the ones that I'm seeing that I know, they not they're not falling for none of this Kanye shit. The people that I'm seeing falling for it are the Caucasoid Christians who Christianity as it is now, um, the evangelist. you know what I'm saying, right, the, who Christianity as, now, um, as it now works is for, for white people. Um, it's, it's, it's them that are falling for this because, you know, they're, and, it's, and it's cool. To me, to me that's, they that's can Kanye's, monetize it. Exactly, and that's Kanye's target audience because he wants to be a billionaire. On the last, um, on the last Integrity Part 1, we were talking about how he both being this this um being worth three billion dollars because of his because of Yeezy. I'm like, that's all well and good, but you also trying to talk about niggas who can code switch as though they're doing something wrong. It would be amazing. Yes, I understand the point of what you're saying, you know what I'm saying, whether that's actually your point or not, in that <laughs> we as black people should not have to code switch if we want to um, if we want to see change in the world and and the acceptance of us, we have to for the things that we are and not assimilate. I believe in an anti-conformist agenda. I believe in an anti-assimilation activism. I do not believe in assimilation as activism. That doesn't make no fucking sense. Stephen A. What the fuck is his last name on ESPN? To me, assimilation is cooning every. To me, assimilation is cooning every time. Had to say it twice for y'all. To say that Colin Kaepernick should have approached the situation from a white perspective, essentially, in order to get the job that he wanted instead of potentially martyring himself by making the terms his his thing in a very long time. It's coonier to things that Kanye West is saying because everything that he's saying um in the long run is just uh, is just contrarian. You know what I'm saying? But on ESPN had the audacity to literally say it's how you do it. That you should um the reason in the contract that they that contract that they sent you that be um that you should have done it. just followed what it is that they wanted you to do and what huh that's that baby boomer thinking that now okay assimilate into whiteness and that it hasn't worked and it won't work because essentially what you're saying still as people that really legitimize in the eyes of the government of the land that we created that we built saying is 
I will give up the things that I associate with my people in order to satiate your fears make you comfortable. Gotta cut assimilation out. Okay, absolutely. But same time, we blame Kaepernick for going that he's to opportunity to play to to live his dreams. We can't tell somebody <laughs> that got that they just gotta speak their language or they gotta speak their AAVE as a telemarketer, knowing full well they want. So we live in this integrity is like the hardest thing to have. We live in this intersection where nonconformists can leave you broke. And the only way, again, that we can stop being broke in our nonconformist way is we create a nonconformist society within this terrible-ass society and pay each other, work with each other, get each other paid. The person who does I know that I would be able to spend a lot more time on this art that is very much conscious, aware, and very much about the waking up of people and the and the emotional relation to our people. Um if there was a way I could get paid for it because a nigga still has bills. So it's this loop. Okay. On that note, we're going to take a hot second of a break. Please call us to call in at 914-205-5458. Again, 914-205-9458. Sit with us under the Anukai tree. And this is Sinister by Jit Chat. Drama to be nicer than not. It's on lock. 
started at the top, now we mad levels up. Y'all mad cause I got the bucks, and give y'all negative fucks. Just take your sensitive punk, and drink your poison, good luck. You getting lucky, my love, no need to get up, you stuck. So I'm going switch you up, bleed out, switch you up, bleed out, switch you up. The thin I stir is making all tradition a blur. Who's scared of the next level? Who's trying to get bit by my spider? This what it takes to thrive. Survive on the prize, so wide, alive. Experience the magic and the vibes that I hear tonight. We will dance and get the ride. Comrades already know what it really is. I'ma chill cause y'all know I can get long winded in. Sure, I talk shit and come off like a bird, but the real thing is I love you fucking bitches. Word. Welcome back. Okay. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Anukai Tree. Sitting under the shade. That was Sinister by Jip Jack. I-P-J-A-Q. You can look that up on YouTube right now. The video is fucking amazing. Yo, please go check that video out. Directed by Chris Hurdy. She's amazing. Um, She's also a vice worker. She works on vice. Um, And end of the day, like, working on that video, I'm just going to talk about it real quick. Integrity was all up and through that video shoot. Let me tell y'all something. Fuck cold. Okay? Um, the girls and the um, one dude, Ashton, we have um, Ashton on there. We have um, Joy Sade on there. We have Deja Vu Ferguson and Deja. Um, and we got Alicia on there. They were freezing. You can't tell it all in the video. Like, we were there for the love. Um, we paid, um, you know what I'm saying, what we had to pay. Some people did it straight up for the love, and I appreciate y'all forever. Um, it was an amazing situation, and Chris made the work environment so healthy. Things were going awry, and I was finna lose my mind, and she really was able to pull me And I'm just, like, really grateful for everything that happened in that video, and it, if if I want to say anything had any kind of integrity example, the making of that video, which, you know, I wish we, they still had like a driven or a making the video on MTV or whatever, but the making of that video was extremely integrity focused. Moving on. Kanye. Or have we? Have we, we have. I have nothing else to say to Kanye. I, I, I pretty much everything that we said on integrity. See integrity part one. Yes, please. The shits still apply. He's on this Christian wave. It's just like, ugh, like, I feel sorry for Christians, and I've never in my life felt sorry for Christians. And again, we're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on YouTube. So look the, look up the new country um, on any of those platforms. You'll find us there. So the next topic we get into, we would love somebody to call in, actually. Number, if you want to call in. 
comments or questions is 914-205-5458. Um, so we're going to talk about and the miseducation and the problematica, the the the, the, prob, the problematicness. Mm-hmm. I was trying to get a word, don't worry. Problematicness of Flame Monroe, Kishi Wee, uh. the pimping, the pimping him, and trying to pimp us, but right. we too smart for that shit. So, so let me say, Kishi Wee, they them is indeed a legit pronoun. Okay. Two spirited people like myself use those pronouns as a group, right? So if you and you're feeling a feminine vibe for me, you doesn't hurt. If you're feeling a masculine vibe for me and you call me he, it doesn't hurt. If you don't fucking know what you're getting and you call me they, it doesn't hurt. It's respectful. Okay. Trans women, however, don't tend to have that situation, right? Now, my thing mostly with flame that gets on bunch of things that were problematic. Mostly, all of her problematic statements were made general. Okay, she made it so that every trans person was to live by what it is that she said, and anybody outside the trans community was what she said as the literal blanket covering every trans person. Because you can interpret what she what what she said as. I'm speaking from my experience, but she never said that. And when you, you when you speak in terms of the way that she did, you definitely need to clarify that as she did. Million One, she keeps he, he conflating flame keeps conflating and me when. In a sentence, English is about context, right? So it's clear that you're talking about sex, and if you use the word man or woman within that situation, if you're talking about biological sex, um, if you are have been in too many situations where saying the word female has gotten you in trouble, so you don't want to say that, and in the context of your set, your statement, we understand that you're talking about I guess it's okay, but it creates confusion in that the words woman with a penis as the womanhood is predicated on having a vagina and not only having a vagina, a vagina that works and what I mean meaning that they have a menstruation pattern and meaning that they are able to give birth again such situations not only As well, too many cis women are women are without fertility, but they are still cis women born female with vagina. In other ways, there are too many cis women. He even went to say, and we get to call him he because again, he likes to be called he. So I'm gonna jump around. Monroe, no matter which pronoun I use, okay, it's based on what I'm. And yes, that sounds transphobic, but at the end of the day, the transphobia that is Flame Monroe, it gets to be called it, okay? <laughs> um, even went to speak about the 
But now, mm-hmm. little function as though arousal does not also make penis wet. Precum is a thing that happens. Precum, like if you're not circumcised, it's coming out from various like glands in the foreskin. Like it, like penile phallic wetness is a thing. <laughs> so to then say that is incapable of making a vagina out of going to get wet is a penis but an enlarged clitoris from a biological standpoint that's what it is a really big clitoris again <laughs> males are males are in the mutationary chain say evolutionary no in the womb, mutation happens in the fucking womb, okay? And males are secondary chain. We are female species. Everyone is, everyone starts as you know, and then certain hormones. Period. Most mammals are female species. Period. I think all mammals. All mammals are female-based species. They are the holders of life. So for you to then, huh, anyway, so, the correct thing to say instead would have been, ain't no males, ain't no females with penises, ain't no males penis. Those are talking about secondary sex characteristics. Those are not talking about a social construct built on things that have spiritual significance. People want to also give um, gender as a social construct to white people who definitely have made that in the instead of it being spectral, right? Which it is in reality. Intersexness is a thing even beyond that. Like the definitions of man and woman are are spectral and broad. Like we we had we were blessed enough to be on a live the other day with um some amazing trans women, Monroe, including Ashley Breeze. Breeze, love her. Thank you for being a guest on our show. Um, and how like I I I identify as an um a non dysphoric trans woman, so I don't have um comfortable. My male body, not for lack of a better word, but for like to, to like quickly sum it up without, you know, we have but so much time. Um, and I present as masculine most of the time, and I I said that I like get to like I like boy clothes and I get to dress up in boy dress. Like that's like, but like that's it's fun for me. Like it doesn't cause in my spirit and in my womanhood and people had mentioned like they had like very specific definitions of womanhood but I was just like masculine women exist like studs, AGs, butch lesbians lesbians, like even like some like you know butch like straight women women, like Roseanne Connor like her character like was like you know shit my mother Feminine quality, but, you know what I'm saying. But she, you know what I'm saying, for the most part, 
has a very masculine energy. You know what I'm saying? And honestly, again, that's based on this false, and it's so hard. This is one of these are some of the reasons why we also need to do episodes. Please check into those coming in the future, the very near future, where we unpack some of these spiritual ideas that people have um, <sighs> fucked up, <laughs> for lack of a, a, a prettier way to say it. But the yin yang situation is all fucked up. Okay. Now, I am not a Buddhist monk. I have not gone and worked under any gurus or any other monks. But I, from my own spiritual understanding and from memory um, of past life, from the Buddhism or any of these religions per se, were a thing. is not an even split between masculinity and femininity respectfully, respectively. That is not what it is. The bigger circle is split up in two different feminine forms. Each of those nice, like, kind of leafy shapes are wombs. The two dots within it are the things that represent masculinity, okay? The two dots are the next step in the mutationary chain, and that is the male birth of the woman, okay, birth of the female. So you are looking, I want you to go Google, if you're listening right now, go Google the yin-yang so you can look at it, okay? Those two halves are two wombs, my nigga, and the two little bolas are the males just stated, okay? So at the end of the day, it is one to show you that femininity is all-encompassing and masculinity is something that lives and is created within, okay? How, say that one more time. Say that one more time. <laughs> femininity is all-encompassing and masculinity is something that is created within, okay? Femininity. Femininity is all-encompassing and masculinity is something created within. So all of the idea, the ideals of masculinity are femininity incarnate. Women were the first, first warriors, the first people to build shit, the first motherfuckers, of course, to give birth, the first making motherfuckers decisions. to do everything, decisions, the first niggas to make laws, the first motherfuckers to do everything. It was women, 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 females, women, feminine people with penises, women. Who's okay. in charge of the household? Whoever's in charge of the household is in charge of the head. And women have been prescribed that, but there is some truth because, like, no, wait, y'all running the muck up in here. Okay. So, end of the day, like, you got to understand there would be no warrior spirit in men had that warrior spirit not first been conjured in women. Period. Period. So this idea that masculinity is something that is a man's to control or command or have or spread or be is ridiculous. It's ridiculous, okay? So now we live in this world where y'all have fucked up labels so much and made this binary instead of or instead of the spectrum that literally everything is. I don't know why you consider anything at all a binary. It's all spectral. Uh, we get Flame Monroe who essentially uses a lot of language as though they are a two-spirited person, but has not done the work to call themselves what they are and still let every other person within the trans spectrum have their experience and live their life. Why are you on Charlemagne the God show telling him 
that ain't no women with penises. Why are you on Charlemagne the God show telling him any of this shit that you know straight people have been using against the LGBTQ community forever? You did nothing. You spoke no profoundness. You said nothing of notes or of worth or that hasn't already been said. The only thing different about what you said, and bitch, it wasn't even different. It was indifferent, okay? The only thing that you said, that the only thing that makes what you said a little bit different is the fact that you supposedly belong to this community. Consider themselves a man. You're not gay because you only fuck women. But someone who literally looks like a woman who can pass in the streets as a woman only fuck women, so you kind of gay, ain't you? So what, like, what you made the situation more confusing, but we see a hoteps on hoteps on hoteps coming in agreeing with you, saying, oh, yeah, that makes more sense. What? How? His whole situation is a confusing mess. But it's his confusing mess, and he is entitled to that, and not a single trans person, not a single trans activist is going to tell Flame Monroe that they are wrong about how their transness shows up in the room. What we will say is that you were fucked up. You were fucked up in trying to put your, how transness shows up on you, on the rest of us. Okay? And in that situation, you look like a coon. And we're talking about playing more the Breakfast Club specifically. But she's got tons of interviews that where she's saying the same fucking oh, shit. Yeah. But the Breakfast Club interview was the very, was the clearest one about how she fucking thinks. Okay. And they only, gave, least, her, they only gave her an hour. Right. Which is interesting. And it's still showing you that your fucking faggot ass, whichever way it is, is not accepted in this motherfucking industry the way that anybody else would have been accepted. You got 30 minutes, hole. You don't even got nothing to promote, hole. So, anyway, all of that said, there's no integrity in what they did on that show. You cooned for what? Do the people get paid to be on the breakfast club? I don't think so. I doubt it. You cooned for potential coin that you don't even got yet. You out here feeling like you are you you got where you are from a place of being a uh, uh, an amazing comedian because set you on. But again, you think Tiffany Haddish would have really fought fought for you in the boardroom had transness not been something that's on trend right now in terms of like literally our stories finally being told. Do you think? That you would have community had there not been a T.S. Madison, had there not been a Janet Mock, had there not been a Laverne, who would never say none of this shit, who who would disagree for themselves about what it is that you essentially said about them. Mm. Mm. You have no integrity in that. You are cooning for a coin. And the coin is not even large enough. At least Colin Kaepernick's coin is going to fucking be, like, if he fucking gets in the NFL, that coin is going to hit. You understand? That's going to be a coin tough. Okay? Mills. Mills. Bitch, you barely got 50 Gs. And it's talking about Monique. They only want to give her 500,000. They only give your ass, like, 10 Gs. Right. If this, if this is what you're cooning for. Okay. You don't have a high value in this situation because you're not even that funny, ma. Even even back in the days, that this uh, podcast was somebody bitching, remembering her from Comic View, and like I remember when 
Blade used to do comedy as Marcus. Marcus was like a bland D-Ray, if mm. you can imagine that. Mm. Like I don't even remember the nigga, and I remember almost everything that's ever happened in my life. My family used to watch comedy obsessively, so like once once Brianna said that, I was like, oh, you right. We used to watch comedy a lot too. I don't remember this nigga. Well, that that speaks a lot. That's too. what I'm saying. This like it's not memorable. You're not funny, okay? So even as Flame and Roll on that comedy special, you maybe got three yucks out of me, and that was a yuck. And those are yucks. Those are not like choking. If anyone's heard me laugh at something that, I, I, my life is in danger. <laughs> like when somebody says I'm dying laughing, I, it's a real thing for me. I can I cannot breathe. Give me a, okay. a good wild psych. Give me a. Give me anybody else. Give me a Lunel. Give me, give me a bad Seals even. Give me, give me a entire special of nothing but trans jokes from Dave Chappelle. Over Flame Monroe's anything. Ooh, that baby, really? Yes. Ooh. Over okay. Flame Monroe's everything. Wow. I'm sorry. The shits, the, at least with with Dave, you could be like, oh, <laughs> well, oh shit, Dave, that was fucked up. <laughs> that Dave, that and was fucked up. And he's straight. So what does he really know from? You're going to giggle, but you're going to be like, nigga, that was fucked up. But you giggled, though, because the shit was still funny. That's the difference. Things can still actually, people think that funny then takes away the problematic. No, I laughed, my nigga, but it was still fucking problematic. And I will not recant my statement of saying that Flame is a drag queen. Like, she literally got some titties to pimp herself. And admitted it pretty much. Pretty much breakfast, admitted it on, on the breakfast club. club. It was like, so you're a drag queen trying to be a negative spokesperson for a trans community, which you're not even in, a gay community, which are honestly, like, if you only, if you identify as male, or well, not, as as a man, and this is your, your portion for entertainment, then you're a drag queen, and you only have sex with women, you're straight. You're a heterosexual. drag you, queen. You don't, rep, you don't represent us, and you're trying to speak for us, and not only speak like speak for us, but speak negatively and like things that are untrue, and throw us under the bus with one foul swoop, and you not even funny. Right. And you don't even make me laugh, bitch. You don't even like, do the damn, one thing you're supposed like, you're to do. You're not even a real key. You're not even a real key. It's a mess. Like if fucking Quay was doing this, mm. I Quay I, is I, everything. I might be able to, and yes, I'm like a new generation nigga. I might be able to, like, you know, ignore this briefly. I love Quay, but Quay would never. You, Marcus? No. Come on, sir. Don't, don't, do sir. Mister. One of my favorite. Now, Oof, now, you, now you don't even get no no respect for you having to get your titty redone. <laughs> I almost shut up my drink. <laughs> oh, I can't. Right. We're we're like in the no one called in, but whatever. That's fine. Um, I think, I think we really need to like define it. buying in, right? Selling out, like, so. Buying in is we we talk about buying in literally all the time. I don't believe there's any such thing as buying into an industry that is meant to oppress your people, whether it's using your work to do so or whether it's literally using the fact that they put you. Literally everything about all of these industries is about exclusivity and to be 
people who built the foundation for all of these industries, right? So to me, I don't even know if I believe in buying in, especially in 2019, okay? Um, but selling but out... But what about the provision of opportunities within the concept and the action of buying in? Where, where have we seen that? Like, insecure... Um, but they just but they but th- those are the same people that essentially will let Amanda go through what she went through at that party. This is true. Whether they like her or not, like at the end of the day, like this is Black Hollywood party. And like, what? This is not somebody's birthday party. As as light skinned and annoying and narcissistic as Amanda may be, like we brought her book. I love her to death. She's amazing. As as she's perceived, not maybe as she's perceived. Right. It's sort of like she, if this had happened to somebody else and she had witnessed a shoot, no, no she would have jumped in. So for all her niggas to like watch that happen is real. Talk about that later. And not even speak for her, not even like speak for her against some of these people that are talking shit about who she is or whatever have you on Twitter or after the fact. So y'all niggas never said, hey, like Amanda never said something like that. I don't know why people treat Amanda like this. They didn't treat me, you know what I'm saying? Nobody ever said that. So of course we're trying to look into it and see what she's really like, but I don't see nothing wrong with anything that she's, with most of the things that she's done. You know what I'm saying? I don't see nothing that should keep her out of a Hollywood, a black Hollywood party. Again, this is nobody's birthday party. This is nobody's King Senyeta. This is nobody's um, baby shower. This is nobody's bachelorette party. This is something that in the field, and she was the most indie bitch in the field, essentially working her ass off. So like, let's call a thing a thing. There's a selling out in the midst of that situation as well, okay? Yes, they create these opportunities about Tyler Perry. He he has this, this studio now that he's done. He 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 may prove the buying in point if he stops purporting and perpetrating these storylines that show our rights, that show our women as broken, beaten down, and nothing else until some light-skinned man comes in and saves them. If he stops putting these storylines of dark-skinned men are awful and abusive, if he stops feeding into the zeitgeist that keeps our people oppressed, then he can be buying in. Essentially, if you're going to come into this industry or these industries, try to create opportunities for your people, put your people on, and then push a narrative that helps put your people in a more positive light, push a narrative that helps literally the person working at McDonald's live a little easier. Not only just these bunch of actors that need to come in and get jobs, the person, the teacher, the, the black doctor, the whoever, they need to be living easier too. They need to have a white uh, a white customer be able to come into their situation and not feel like, oh yeah, this woman art loosed. Mm. This woman could do bad all by herself. You know what I'm saying? Like we need we need that. That's what we need. We need better narratives from these people. We need those jobs indeed, more jobs and better narratives. So at the end of the day, I'm not seeing much buying in. Okay. To me, the one thing that will work for artists of all kind, from the culinary to the dancer to the actor to the singer, to the anybody in entertainment, 
basketball player to the tennis player is if we come together and start our own shit and say, yeah, we know what happened on Black Wall Street. Fuck y'all. Bomb us again. Yeah, we know what happened with Seneca Village. Fuck y'all. Try to displace us again. And not only fucking be ready to, to deal with whatever consequences that come with the fact that we are here to put our own shit on, but also be ready to fight the fuck back. Other than that, you're selling out. And I'm talking to myself, like Chris said, yo, if if Jimmy Iovine came out of the grave, let me stop. <laughs> if Jimmy Iovine came back onto the scene and was like, yep, I'm running into scope again, and guess what? Jack Fuller, Jip Jack, if you're nasty, gotta fucking be on. I'm gonna give him the $700 million contract, and in the contract is gonna say he has all artistic rights, and this could be for however many albums he wants. God damn it. You trying to tell me I'm not thinking that deal would be ridiculous. But if there was no, if there, if there, there would have to be literally nothing in there that makes me a part of a machine that destroys my people for me to really, really sign that shit. And I'm telling you, it would be difficult, but I believe that I have the integrity that I would turn it down if I saw that I would be used in any way. I think we can close with that. Um, again, make sure you catch us on um, Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on YouTube, the new Kai Tree. Um, and I guess we'll see you guys next week. Bye.